talk too much mma episode number 29 another week another fucking dollar what's up everybody how's everybody doing i'm andrew i'm here with my boy cena, cena. you know the scene tron your boy <laughs> the scene tron i'm joking how's everybody doing <laughs> Another wow. week, another dollars you said, Andrew. I'm actually very happy you adopted it. Hell yeah, well, baby. I'm excited. I'm excited. Before we hop into the show, and we have the most exciting show yet, I just want to take this moment and say, hey, if you're listening to the audio, we have a YouTube channel. Well, actually, if you're listening to the audio, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. None of that one-star fucking bullshit. Five stars only, please. You know we're worth more than one star. Whoever Hell yeah. That. We're five-star men, baby. So, if you're only watching or listening to the audio, we do have a YouTube channel, Talk 2, number 2, Much Entertainment. All of our shows live on that channel. Check it out. And if you are watching on YouTube, hi, hello, welcome. Follow the show on Twitter at T2MMMA, all one word. I had a lot of fun interacting with people this weekend over UFC Moscow. You, you, you live tweeted that event. I did. So you could tweet with me and talk some shit to me. This man is live tweeting. You are. We both will, but yeah. you did handle it last weekend. Uh, we will be live tweeting events. We, we're gonna be, we want to incorporate live reactions as well. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, follow our personal accounts. Cena's at T2MCena. On Twitter. On Twitter. And I'm at Andrew underscore the hut with two T's because I'm a Star Wars you. fan. Are you really? Yeah, that's what... Uh, it's you Angel are a Star Wars, yeah. yeah. This is a Star Wars tattoo, baby. Um, that's dope as fuck. Man, yeah. Talk about a real fan. Yeah. Man, I want to take a quick breath. This man really took uh, got a Star Wars set. That's Hell dope. yeah. What the fuck? Uh, no, I actually do respect <laughs> yeah, that. That's, dude. A, that's a real... That's If you get a tattoo, it should be something like that. But also, biggest thing I want to stress to you guys before we get the show started, follow us on TikTok. Andrew, you're getting your started this week. Um, He'll get that info out. For me, right now, it's at Talk Too Much Entertainment, at Talk Too Much dot ent same as instagram cena polivon um yeah tiktok's where a lot of our content is going to be in our own personal content so to say beautiful follow us on twitter tiktok youtube instagram all that jazz let's get into it ufc moscow let's start the recap from this weekend we had in the main event please say zabit's last name for me zabit magomed sharipov beautiful and he faced Calvin Qatar, who's a beast, by the way. I didn't know he was that good. Oh, it was a good fight. Let's get into it. So, Zabit ended up winning the fight. Third round decision. Um, Cena chose Zabit in this fight. I chose Calvin Qatar. Did you really choose, but did you choose Qatar just to be different from me, or did you actually believe he was going to win? Uh, I chose it to be different. <laughs> but, but, okay, so no, let's get into it, right? Because now, after seeing that fight, I think they run it back in a couple years, five round fight. I think Calvin Qatar wins that fight. Uh, no. I don't know about that. Um, I, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think they're ever going to fight again, first of all. Uh, second of all, Calvin Qatar is a very, very, very talented striker. Don't think, you know, he somehow got an upper hand in that third round. Don't necessarily think the no, same. Not somehow. I mean, not somehow. Zabit, while looking fantastic the first two rounds, he gassed. He gassed in the third round. And, it, like, right, I don't want to hear all these Zabit defenders like, oh, but it wasn't no, a five round. No, he did gas. I watched it, the yeah. post-fight interview. He looked dumb. He couldn't he even tired. walk. He was tired. He was tired for sure. And like, that's fine. After it makes sense, right? Like when you have that explosive of a style and you're that uh, dynamic of a striker, it makes sense that you get tired. He also turned down this fight, right? Because originally this was going to be the co-main event and Alexander Volkov versus whoever Greg Hardy filled in for it. Walt Harris, I think. That oh. was going to be the main event. But then, right... Walt Harris, everything with his daughter that happened, pulled out. Zabit got, and Calvin got moved to the main event slot. 
And Calvin Qatar wanted it to be a five-round fight, and Zabit said no. Well, okay, so we'll think about it this. When, when did the first news break out that this fight was being moved to a main event? I, I don't know for sure. I would guess maybe about a month ago. I would say everything, this all so came a out month about out the within fight, a month out. Yeah. Four weeks out the fight, it's a big shift to change your training camp from a three-round fight to a five-round fight, whereas, though, I think as a professional fighter, you should be in great shape sure. regardless. Sure, sure. Those are not in the contract stipulations, and I'm not going to hold the fighter to that. Right. He didn't agree to a five-round fight initially, so it's fair that he— Like, he has the right to say no, but Calvin Guitar said yes. I agree, and so while you give him props yeah. there, I will also say Zabi did come out and say he had staph infections in the post-fight interview. Do you know who that wouldn't have stopped? Speaking of staff, Kevin Lee, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go ahead and throw in his Kevin Lee hype. Well, no, but right, I mean, we've now watched Kevin Lee fight oh. five— or, Going to fights with staff twice now. Yeah, so. I don't know. Like, dude, he needs to chill out, man. He needs to not go into fights if he has staff. Um, I the one thing I I like Qatar, I do, and he did impress me. Um, I didn't think he would. You know, I think Zabit looks like, in my opinion, I think he's the best fighter in this division. I think he's going to beat Volkanovski. So I mean, right? I think this fight showed a lot of holes in Zabit's game, and I think right technically or physically, fight IQ wise, right? Fight IQs rise, right? If you are expecting to get your flash knockout and your incredible dynamic striking done in the first two rounds, and then somebody not only survives through that and then continues to push you and keep pushing the pace against you, which is exactly what Calvin Qatar did. And if he had done that earlier in the fight, because he kind of he kind of seemed to like he respected Zabi a lot, right? And like you have to with that sort of striking. But in the third round, when he kind of said "fuck it" and started kind of really pressuring him, and right, Zabi was getting tired, so he wasn't as dynamic. Um, I mean, I think a pressure fighter. It's gonna. You're saying you're saying that Zabit's style was so unorthodox, it kind of more so froze Qatar, and Qatar kind of just didn't understand the first two rounds. But then when he got a feel for it, he was like, "Oh, wait, wait, I can take this." Yeah, I think so. Exactly. That's that's a great way to put it. That's All a great right. way to put it. I think the the mystique of Zabit kind of maybe got to Calvin in the first. And unfortunately, right, yeah. he realized that he woke up a little bit too late. Yeah, and I really think he could have. If, if that was a five round fight that he, night, he I think how Calvin. How do you know Zabit wouldn't have turned it around? He was that right. Tired. No, I mean, right. We don't. It, it's super hypothetical, but. Right, if you're getting gassed out in a third-round fight, or in a three-round fight, that doesn't necessarily look good. And for him to come out and say he wants a champ fight based off of this performance, no thanks. Well, you, you can't deny Do you deny him a champ fight? Who else do you give it to? Give him Yair. Give him Yair Rodriguez. No, I don't know. Give him Ortega. Give him Yair T-City. Yair doesn't deserve it. Give him T-City. Now, I, now you're talking. Give him, give him Jose Aldo. Give him Frankie Edgar. Well, he's gotten one, two, three, four, five, six, six wins in this division. Do you think he deserves needs one more for a title shot? He's at six. Give wins. him how many of those fights were five round fights? Zero. Okay, so that answers. Well, is it, that isn't answers a five round fight uh, main normally event. suited nope, for main a event. championship fight? Main event. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, so like two, three years ago, that was true, but now main events are five so round you're fights. You're saying the general consensus. Uh, I think uh, you're needs, saying... I think he needs to show that he can go five rounds before we give him mm. a title fight. Well, uh, yeah, I'd agree. I think he might need one more tune up fight. Just because, you know, also against Jeremy Stevens, you know, he didn't, at the end, Jeremy Stevens also kind of figured him out. So I would like to see, I will say this, though, this, this man is really fucking good. He's exciting to watch. He's, it's fun to watch him fight, no question. No, right, he, I don't know who would win the fight, him or Max Holloway. That's pretty similar. So again, I, right, I think this fight pretty, for me, showed Max Holloway will piece him apart. How? His striking is just too good, and he's too good at bringing pressure. Uh, I he's don't just know too good that. at bringing pressure, and his ability to... Right, um, Zabi is very fluid, and the way he sh strings together combinations is very unorthodox, and it's very exciting to watch. 
Max Holloway is not going to let him do that. He's a little bit too fundamentally strong, yeah. too fundamentally sound. That I just I don't necessarily think it's going to work as well. I kind of maybe you're right about that to be honest, and I don't know if we'll necessarily see Zabit versus Max as a championship fight, right? Because you know I you know well we'll see what happens on on two forty five because I'm very very yeah. very very intrigued by this fight just because I just. Last time I doubted Max Holloway was Brian Ortega and Max pieced him up. And I'm honestly thinking, <laughs> right. people will, Max Holloway addressed the issue himself. He said in the 245 press conference, I don't know if you watched it, he said, because I watched it, this, you got to watch these press they're, they're just Press conference is incredible. Especially with Colby Kamara in there. And Max Holloway said, you know, everybody's saying I'm going to get knocked out. They're saying I've never fought a guy with this much explosiveness, athleticism, and power. And that's, isn't that what we were both saying, why we both kind of set off, off the cameras, we both kind of predicted Volkanovski to win? I don't know why we're both so quick to doubt Max like that. Maybe we should hold on. Do you think? Do you think it's maybe because like, the mystique of Max Holloway is kind of gone since he lost to Dustin, since he tried to move up to 155 and failed? No, I just think we're both logical humans, and the <laughs> attributes that Volkanovski presents definitely pose a problem. Styles make fights, and we're just able sure. to see identify that. You know, how is Ma if if Dustin, if Dustin hurt him? You know, if those punches from Dustin right. hurt, what about a former rugby player? What about a former uh, judo? I don't know if he was a judoka, but I know Volkanovski was a former rugby player. He was big. Yeah, yeah. I think he was, he was playing power. rugby. He was like 200 pounds. Yeah. He was up no, no, no. He was huge. So how are you going to take a punch from one of them? And he's fast. He's athletic. That's my thing. So I just, it doesn't look like a good matchup for Max, but it sucks because he brings his family out to watch his fights. Like, I hope he wins this. Right, right. And yeah, and like... Either way, the Max Holloway fight is a beat. Magomed Sharipov. I feel like I did okay. I feel like I did okay with that one. That's a great fight to. That's a great fight to watch. Honestly, like in my opinion, Andrew, when we're judging at the end of our, you know, when we're doing this three, four, five years down the line, and our topic of debate is what do we think of Max Holloway's career, you know, one of, I mean, great, great, but I, I do think that a win over a guy like this matters. I think go over, as opposed to a win over, you can't brag about a win over Frankie Edgar. If so you're I think at this point, right, like it. Can you brag about a win over Frankie Edgar if you're Max Holloway? He's short. I mean, yeah, right. But Frankie Edgar's still a name and with so much pedigree yeah. and history in the game. But with a fighter like Zabit, like, right, that's showing like, oh, Max Holloway's still the shit against even like these young up and start fighters who are trying to we'll innovate the game. First, like, yeah. 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 You did make a good point just because I was really thinking about it. Like Max Holloway's style seems like a fucking Achilles heel for Zabit. That just uh, a guy who matches his length and lankiness and comes with that pressure and cardio because you know he has the best cardio in the UFC. But also, right, the Zabit Yair fight. Make it. No, no, that, they, Make this, it. wasn't that the fight that was supposed to happen uh, in year two? Mex it was canceled. Bro, that, it was canceled. That fight would be the stupidest, craziest fight of the year. Yeah, we would see like I cartwheel kicks, like spinning I back at this. Who, which, as an MMA fan, that should be your most like sought upon fight. That's the fight you guys should all be going for. That's such for. a sleeper fight in that division for 145. That's probably the most entertaining fight you can make on that UFC roster. Besides Jones, one of DC3. Them, yeah, one of them for sure. Definitely up there. <sighs> Maybe not in terms of names, but in terms of what they're no, going to no, bring to Octagon. Yeah, 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 yeah. like I can't think of a fight that would be like, damn, fuck. The last one I thought of was Paulo Costa, Yoel Romero, where I was like, fuck, this is right. dope. Let's get into right. it. Um, so let's move on then. Let's move on from that main event. Let's move on to the co-main event from UFC Moscow, which was Alexander Volkov getting the decision over the notorious, the infamous, the my guy, Not seen my as guy. guy. No, my guy, Greg Hardy. My guy's Juan Adams. Greg oh, okay. Hardy's a cool a fighter I like, but my guy's I, I'm I'm Team Juan. Um, so That's I picked Volkov for this fight, and you picked 
Greg Hardy, unfortunately for you. So we went one on one on our picks for this card. Did you really? You did pick guitar, huh? I did. Uh, I, I really did pick guitar. <laughs> but then I picked Volkov, so it all worked out. And you really and, picked and Greg Hardy. I, and I think it was kind of similar picks that, in the sense that I kind of made the logical. I went. I thought to myself, Sabit has to win logically. And, you know, you kind of went against Sabit, whereas to be different. Whereas here, I knew in my head that, like, <laughs> you're picking the better fighter. And, you know, I kind of went with, you know, I wanted to see Greg Hardy win. I just wanted to see his career develop further envelop. Wouldn't you have wanted to see Greg Hardy versus a junior dose, one of those upper echelon fighters? So, I mean, I still want to see it because, right, like... You want to see him get his ass whipped. Yes, this was a fantastic fight for Volkov, but there was no knockout. There was no serious body damage to Greg Hardy. Do you think he's going to get knocked out? To Greg Hardy. You're waiting for that? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it'll happen? I think a lot of people are. I don't think I'm alone in saying that. No, 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 that. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not yeah. coming at you for wanting that. I'm just saying, do you think someone's going to knock this man out? He's an NFL athlete. No, I do, I do. I think Volkov could have knocked him out, but just didn't. Was right? he stumbling? You see him rocked? No, and but right. So Volkov never, Volkov never really rocked him. But I don't think that's because of the lack of opportunity, right? Like watching that fight, Volkov took it to him the entire fight. Like he he was very clearly the more crafty and smarter fighter. Technical. He he was. I don't know, right? He's a professional. He was watching a, he was the a fight. Kickboxer, yeah. You can see Greg Hardy's mind is confused, trying to download the information and like figure out what Volkov is throwing, and Volkov is just confusing him. His. The way Volkov was using his legs to the, uh, using his kicks to Greg Hardy's leg to his body. I mean, he hit him with like two or three head kicks that if he had wound up and actually put some power into it, he kind of just touched him. And right when you're, I think he's like six seven. When you're that big and that heavy, I mean, if you touch somebody with your leg uh, head kick, it's gonna hurt. But if you wind up and actually throw it, he could have he could have really fucked up Greg Hardy. And I wonder. Is this a consequence of the Derek Lewis KO where he's winning the whole fight, kind of also making his way to an easy decision? You saw hesitancy in and his game? And then just a flash KO. A little bit. That's kind of what it felt like. It I felt think like Volkov he... was getting those nightmares, those flashbacks, and he just wanted to make sure that he ends it this time. Right. Um, no, and I mean, he, so... he nearly doubled the amount of strikes landed by Greg Hardy, right? Greg Hardy landed 46 strikes. Alexander Volkov landed 86 total strikes in the fight. Um each round, the heavier input, heavier output was coming from Volkov. He was landing more strikes. He was being more diverse in his slot, uh, shot selection. Uh, Greg Hardy went for two takedowns, wasn't able to get them. Uh, it, I mean, really, it was just a... He went, you know... <laughs> it was just a massive... And right, it made sense because Volkov was piecing him up on the hand or in the feet. Um, in the first round, Greg Hardy broke his hand from trying to block a head kick with one hand to his head. Which, if you take any sort of beginner, not even not beginner class, but kickboxing or Muay Thai, not with one arm, sir. You're going to break your arm. And that's exactly what happened. He broke his arm. How do you block it? Uh, I don't know. I've always been taught to do it with two hands. Kind of hold, like you're holding yes. a baseball bat. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, get all of your MMA well. knowledge. Me as well. I was taught with uh, the two hands, four finger technique. Oh my God. Um, but please get all of your MMA technique knowledge from us because we are the most listen, uh, we're fans of the sport. We're learning it as we go. <laughs> Give us five years and I promise you we'll come with it. We're students of the game right now. Um, I will say this though, you know, I'm looking at the positive side of this. This is an athlete trying to better himself, a man trying to better himself because of his past. You know, I'm not going to be a hater like Andrew. You know, I see a man trying to... I'm not to... a hater. He's just shown no remorse for it. No, he's a psychopath, bro. Like, you got to <laughs> okay. understand what he is. Okay. He's a controlled sociopath. Not controlled. I Not controlled. <laughs> not controlled. <laughs> Definitely not controlled, considering he threw his shorty on a couch full of 8K47s and said, I'm going to kill you, B-I-T-C-H. Disrespectful. 
Um, I like how you spelled out the word as if that's a disrespectful part of the whole, <laughs> yeah, whole, yeah. whole ordeal. The AKs were fine, but um, I just I'm impressed how he's taking these fights. How he's he's active. I like active fighters. No, like seeing like, that your fighters. Uh, right, credit to him. He took a number seven fight or a number seven ranked fighter on what a month short notice after having another fight. Two weeks short notice. Is that what you? Uh, three weeks till three, month. Yeah. Um, Right and right, he broke his arm in the or his wrist in the first Safe round. To say he's gonna be out for like six months, seven months. Probably, yeah. But right, he broke his fist in the or his arm, his wrist in the first round, and like I mean, it's not like he stood back in the second or third round. He was pushing the pace. He was trying to do stuff. It just in the, not successful. Because as I said, like at the end of the day, as good as you are, there's a certain level. Like as as we said, Greg Hardy's new in this. He's not an, a necessarily technical fighter. He had no right. shot against Vol- Volkov. Knew how to analyze the distance and keep him at bay with strikes. Yeah, and you knew how to just like you said, piece him up. That's a perfect uh, phrase for this. There's nothing Greg Hardy could have done because Volkov was just at a level that Greg Hardy wasn't. He was able to manage the distance and land offense. Um, MMA is a very tricky game. You know, we were just talking about this p- pertaining for what we do. We need to get the reps in. Um, you need 10,000 hours and something to be a master. I guarantee you not even John Jones has put 10,000 hours into MMA. You know what I mean? Do you agree? Right. Um, I mean, he's got to put a no, fucking yeah, shitload, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, motherfucker, yeah. I mean, he has to have like, right, like Greg Hardy's definitely like maybe like 100 hours. No, probably no, more, no, but still. But like, I mean, like compared to like Volkov, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Percentage rise. Greg Hardy's very early in his journey in that regard, whereas Volkov's been doing this for years. I just don't know what you do with Greg Hardy next. You that's wait for him that, to heal when you make another fight with him, because right, yeah, like but who people want any. I mean, you can give him any. Like, you still don't even have to keep giving him ranked guys. You can still give him guys who are trying to crack into the top fifteen, and like that's the level of competition he's at. But he has a name. Those guys fight with nothing to lose. And as a businessman, as Dana White, if you 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 look at Greg Hardy as an sure. asset, if he loses a ne- uh, his next fight, you suddenly lo- lost a valuable piece in your marketing scheme. You have name value right now around him. This is why I didn't want him to take this fight. Dana White threw him into the fire because he thought he was going to beat Volkov. He thought, oh, Greg Hardy beat him or Derek Lewis beat him. He threw him into the fire with the thought, if Greg Hardy beats this dude, his name explodes. Taking this fight on two weeks' notice, they threw him into the fire too quick. It did not work. Now he's a fight away from, like, question marks. It's interesting. Do you know who I like to see Greg Hardy fight? I'm going to butcher his fucking name so hard. He just entered the rankings at number 14 in heavyweight. He is from Suriname. Suriname? I think that's the country. I think it's how you pronounce the country. Jairzinho Rosenstruck. He fought like two weeks ago. He's the dude that has like heavyweight who's just fucking monster hands. He has like two flash knockouts in like the first 10 seconds. What's his name? How do you spell his name? I'm going to look this motherfucker up right now. Fuck. J-A-I-R-Z-I-N-H-O. I got it. Write that and then MMA and you'll f- find him. Oh, bro, uh, do you know when he's fighting next? He's fighting um, Alistair, Alistair Overeem in December. December, what, 7th, 11th? Bro, Andrew, his hands are huge. Bro, he's incredible. This dude, his, his Jair hands. Jair Zinho. Dude, look at his hands, Andrew. I can't pronounce his name. Look at his hands right now. His nickname is Biggie Boy, so I'm going to call him that. I can pronounce that. Bro, his fucking hands are humongous. This is ridiculous. Dude, this guy is ridiculous. He's gonna be a beast. He's a he's a problem. He's a problem. So if he fights him, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't think Greg Hardy's gonna have. <laughs> Greg Hardy's going to sleep. Yeah. Which is why I want to see it happen. I, Greg I Hardy's an undersized heavyweight, mind you. So you don't. He's a very undersized heavyweight. I yeah. don't think he's a, a big heavyweight. 
Moving on mm. to this upcoming weekend, we have great. in Brazil UFC São Paulo. That's gonna be a great. Very fight. exciting. Very exciting. The uh, the main event is gonna be John Blakowicz versus Jacare. And I don't know why the UFC does these fights. I, I have a, I was <laughs> I actually had a, an opinion on this fight. Um, and I want to say go on a quick little rant. Well, let me set the stage real quick. This is gonna be Jacare's first fight at light heavyweight. This is uh, Blockowicz is just coming off the Luke Rockhold KO where he was also welcoming Luke Rockhold to light heavyweight. And yeah, I think I know what you're going to say, so I'm going to let you say it. Go ahead. Um, I, I have two problems with this. Number one, um, Jacques Array has been one of the best fighters in your division. You know, I, I strongly believe as I don't blame the UFC for picking fights, but you have to stay consistent. And it doesn't make sense for me to throw one of your better fighters, um, Jacques Array, to make him fight... John Blakovitz, let him go up to light heavyweight and then let him defend that open up in Brazil in his hometown. He's going to get knocked out. He's a great fighter. He's old though. And you need to take all these factors into account. He's a big money asset. You throw him in, you know, he could make another title run, but you can't put these fighters in any situation. But clearly, right? Like he's not going to be making the title run at middleweight. He feels like. Well, I so mean, he, he was, that's what I think he, he was that good. But, you know, recently as now he's moving up, but I just don't see the logic. And this brings me to my, to my second problem with this is I don't see the logic in these fighters, these middleweights specifically, because the jump from middleweight to light heavyweight is very easy for them. Right. Because uh, they're natural light heavyweights that have to cut, cut extra roughly. weight. Yeah, usually. And I don't know why they think it's a good idea to move up if they're getting knocked out in this division. Where's your logic? How do you like... Uh, right. I think the logic is, right, maybe they're getting older, right? Luke Rockhold, Jocker, they're getting a little older. It's a little bit harder to Chris cut the Weidman weight, maybe. Too. Chris, Chris Weidman, yes, thank you. That's another great name. Um, it's a little bit harder for them to make the weight at middleweight. I don't know. I don't know. It does, I agree. It doesn't make sense. I don't necessarily like the fight, I think. Do you know who did it that was phenomenal? Whom? Anderson Silva. Moved up to light heavyweight. Fucked up mine. I think Forrest Griffin was at middleweight, but he beat the shit out of Stefan Bonner at light heavyweight. That was one of the most embarrassing things ever. And, you know, I do think he was roiding at the time. You could, I do. Like, if he got popped against Nick Diaz, who knows what he was taking throughout his whole career. But nonetheless, I don't know why these fighters are making this jump. It doesn't make sense. You're old. You're on the back end of your career. You're putting your life, um, your whole entire assets in jeopardy because when you're at that age, Andrew, you can't just lose. You need to take every fight as serious. Your career is on the line. This is how you make money. You know, you can't lose three in over four in a row. You're out. You're done. Goodbye. No more fighting for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a, it's a bad fight for Jack Array, But also, right, like, if he does win, he's a name. He's a name. At motherfucker Jones. What's up, John Jones? <laughs> I mean, I don't want... I don't, that's a crazy fight. Who do you think would win that fight? I don't think it'll happen. Right. I, I don't think Jack... I, I mean, even if Jack Array does get through Blockowicz, right? Blockowicz is number six. I don't think Jack Array is going to... Like you said, I don't think he's going to be doing much movement against the top five of the division. Right? I think the winner of this might fight uh, Corey Anderson. And I think Corey Anderson would be pissed if that happens. But yeah, I think that's a good, that's a very realistic possibility for sure. I think Corey sure. Anderson would lose to John Blockovitz. Really, you think? Why? Because uh, you know, there's certain things. I like Cody uh, or Corey Corey's temperance and his discipline. He's a true embodiment of a martial artist. But you know, this game in these upper divisions is less more martial arts focused and more so heavy brawler focused these brawlers from the contender series these brawl these new brawlers coming up these last two three years they're scary they're not fucking around they're scary genetic beasts and john blockovitz can be included in that i don't Corey anderson's good but you know did you pick him against johnny walker 
Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. But not, you did it because I picked Johnny Walker. <laughs> 99% of people wouldn't. <laughs> um, so that's the main event. I, Who do, do you think, think wins? What do you think? I think Blockovich. I think he takes the win over Jacare. Because Jacare is old? Yeah, I think, I think this is... Like you said, I think Jacare is going to get knocked down in Brazil. Jacare is a, a dangerous guy in middleweight, I thought, because he's a heavy hands and submission artist, but he's going home. He's, yeah, he's moving in home, up. At home. He's moving up. And then, in our speaking of old dudes, in our co-main event, we have Mauricio Shogun Rua versus Paul Craig, whose nickname is Bear Jew, mm-hmm. which I think is incredible. I love that nickname. Who do you have in this fight? Let me hear your... I think this is going to be a unanimous answer. So I think this fight is going to be like the KO of the card. I specifically, I think this fight is going to be the KO in the card. Let me tell you why. Shogun Rua, last three fights, two knockouts, Got knocked out once. Yeah, who, who's knocking who out first? Of no, all? Hold on, let me set my stage. Let me set my stage. Bear Drew <laughs> has either submits his opponent or gets knocked out. Essentially, he has one. He got submitted once, but he either gets submit or gets knocked out. I don't think you're submitting Shogun. I don't think you're going to submit Shogun. I don't think Bear Drew is going to sh- submit Shogun. I so know. I think Shogun's going to continue his somehow resurgence and get another weird knockout. You're telling me you have, you're picking 49-year-old Shogun Hua. Is he really 49? No. <laughs> no, he's not. But, <laughs> that would affect it. my decision if he's actually 49. I just, I remember. He's I, 37. How is he 37? How is he 37? That's, that's, a fu- that's the youngest 37-year-old I've ever seen. Because wow. mind you, at my last year in high school as a senior, I remember the announcer saying, well, it's about time Shogun hangs up the hand, the gloves. Hang him up, Shogun. As my first year getting into MMA, and he's fast forward been, seven years later, and what do you know? The old man's still kicking. He's been fighting since huh? UFC, or in <laughs> UFC since 2007. And let me tell you, and, and he was only a, no, we're not talking about his, his eclipse, his peak was in pride, bro. This fool, Shogun, who, uh, not, that whole era, and then he became mm-hmm. UFC champion, bro, he was the, one of the best in the world. So and you know who embarrassed him and took his title? John Jones. Yeah. John Jones. But yeah, so like I said, I think sh- I'm right. So a young 37-year-old Shogun Rua is going to, I think he's going to get the KO over Beiju. Um, we, we, I'm going to go take, you know, I'm going to take the, my guy, Paul Craig. You know, I will not pick Shogun Hua to win. However, I will be for once rooting that Andrew's right on this because um, I want to root for Shogun Hua. I don't want to Paul, I don't give a fuck about, I don't want Paul Craig to win. But it's just, and this is the dangerous thing about this sport. These fighters, man, there's no line. When do you give it up? Because it's their only income. You know, Shogun should have gave it up a while ago. <sighs> That's crazy. That's crazy. And I'm going to ask you this. If he wins this, this is at what, 180 or 185 or 205? Um, This is at, sorry, give me a second. And you're saying Shogun won two, his last two My heavyweight. fights? My and heavyweight. Has Shogun won his last two fights? Has Shogun won his um, So Shogun, last two fights, knocked out Tyson Pedro, got knocked out by Anthony Smith, and then the fight before that knocked out uh, Gian Vellante. Yeah, he's nowhere near a, a title shot, but... No way, no way, right? And like, I don't think anyone's saying either of these guys are going to be anywhere close to the title after this fight. But what if, what if Shogun makes another title run? That would be just the biggest troll thing in f- fucking MMA. It's, just, it's not going to happen. That's just I would happen. not watch a Shogun, even if he was champion. I would legit stop with this podcast if Shogun was champion. Shogun, if we you ever become champion, that. you will be the death of Talk Too Much MMA. <laughs> we don't, it's I not going to happen, so we don't have to worry about that. I'm done with Shogun. Hell yeah, fuck Shogun. Shogun's low-key one of my least favorite fighters now that we're on the topic. <laughs> what? You know, I'm going to shit on Shogun real quick. This is my new se- segment, shit on Shogun. I just don't like Shogun Hua. 
you know, great striker, striker, um, just a brute, you know, one of the most technical best fighters of all time. But in my opinion, he just like there's just something that just looked out of shape. Didn't you say you don't like fat fighters? Um, no, JD said that. It's not that. Well, so like I kind of share that opinion. Not that I don't like him. I'm. It upsets me. Yeah. It's like, like what are you doing, bro. <laughs> even with like DC for the longest time, it wasn't like a big reason why I wasn't a DC fan for the longest time, and Stop then he won me over. DC slander. Well, yeah, there will be no DC slander here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have to give respect. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about some um some shit that happened over the week. This last week since we last talked to everybody. Uh, let's first thing we got to talk about, right? Logan Paul. Versus KSI. I still, Boxing. You just explained to me what that was before the show. I did not know that. Andrew, do you want to set up a boxing match four, four or five years from now? Maybe get some <laughs> $900,000. <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking YouTube stars. What do they do YouTube about? That was my thing. What are, I know that Logan Paul got famous off Vine. Um, well, I mean, so, right? I'm not the person to fucking ask about this but to my knowledge isn't logan paul also the one who filmed the video about the japanese people uh suicide forest that's, that's what, I for. what the yeah. fuck is that he filmed some video there was some super there's some forest in japan i believe where it's like a place people go to commit suicide and he made a video there and it was deemed very disrespectful and he got a lot of flack from it um, wait wait did he post the video yeah like it's like a normal like vlog who, like that was like his who vlog. came at him though did the Chinese the internet the Japanese government the internet the internet for posting something that was Talk kind of making light of suicide clickbait. clickbait oh yeah for real I mean yeah in that regard good job him but, but did he why did he do it did he do it for clickbait I don't know dude I don't watch Logan Paul Paul content no, I, I heard you were a Logan Paul subscriber <laughs> definitely not <laughs> definitely <laughs> not um, KSI is also a YouTuber I guess I don't really know much about KSI. I do know they had an amateur boxing fight about a year ago that ended in a draw that, that set this fight up to be like a professional boxing fight. It was a six round fight. Logan Paul ended up losing. KSI got the nod. Good for boxing, bad for boxing. What do you think? Um, uh, What's your opinion on boxing? Uh, well, on boxing. Do you like boxing? Yes. Do you I, watch boxing? Uh, not as consistently as I should for having an okay. MMA fight. I, I, I was thinking we bring in a boxing guy. I do watch the main cards. Like, Lomachenko, I'll watch his fights. I'll watch, you know, um, certain fighters I really like. Um, their fight, you know. Sure. I'll watch their fights. Um, but overall in boxing, um, like, I will watch Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence Jr. Like, I'm genuinely, that's probably the right. most excited boxing fight I've ever been for in my life, um, which needs to happen. But I, I was actually going to say we should probably bring in a boxing guy or something from time to time it's hard for me to get excited for boxing i'll be honest with you it's hard i like boxing it's and i respect it in the sense that and we, we can actually go on this i want to have this talk right now boxing versus mma is like the most interesting debate in, in mma it's just a weird debate to me because like i don't think you need to pick one no you, you don't things. because there's the winner's clear it's mma boxing's a dying sport you can argue all you want it does generate more revenue right now probably because their fighters get paid more i would say but MMA's growth because of Dana White and the UFC has been just absurd. And for boxing, this dying sport, it's I respect it because you need to win by only you only have two weapons. Sure. But I don't know. I think as a sport, it's just hard for me to get excited. I mean, I I grew I was born into an age that had MMA, and I think that spoiled me from boxing, honestly. Because it's just more of an entertaining sport. It's like why would you rather listen to an only strictly audio when this podcast has an audio, a video, a snap. Right. Check out uh, us on YouTube. Exactly. Are we talking about, oh, do we have that? I'm oh, sorry. wow. Incredible. Great segue. Sorry. Didn't, didn't mean to do that. That was an accident. I mean, so right, like, 
overall, this is good Great. for boxing. Yeah. Overall, this is good for boxing. As it, like you said, dying sport. This brings more eyes to it. Bro, any content is good content. That's content. Yeah. We, you, you inter, they entertain people. They make, oh, and shout out to both of them for making 900K just on their boxing no, person fuck alone. fuck them for that. No, not no, shout no, out no, no, no. Not shout No, fuck that. That's good for them. That's no, the American yeah. dream, baby. They they probably, that's from, probably like, pennies to them. They've been making that money for I mean, No, no way. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we to sp- uh, say? They no. got that YouTube money. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would we know about <laughs> nothing absolutely, absolutely nothing, nothing. <laughs> hopefully we do one day though let us know give us a call yeah. Logan Paul well, yeah. no no we, we want to know <laughs> we need so, some tips yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> definitely cut that out of JD that was a beautiful part <laughs> uh, so next a little bit of news uh, actually today the day we're recording it Monday um, Nick Diaz had an interview with Mr. Not Ariel yet. Hawani Saying that he believes he is the true BMF. You can always leave it up to Andrew to bring in your Diaz news of the week. <laughs> <laughs> right, and like his whole point where it's like Jorge fought his baby brother. He specifically called Nate Diaz his baby brother, which I thought was kind of cute. Hey, <laughs> For two grown men. They're, they're are... like idiots. They're, they're having a competition. Like, he did say that? He said Nate Diaz is his baby brother? I mean, yeah, he's his younger brother, so it's accurate. But yeah, he was like, Nate Diaz, like, Nate's always been my baby brother. And like, right, like, I'm not going to sh- stop, like, step on his shine while he's trying to do it. But like, I'm the, I'm the true mother, bad motherfucker in this family. Did you see what Nate Diaz said? I'm the best in your world. And they said, <laughs> they said who was the best fighter before? He's like, Nate Diaz. <laughs> right, no, and like, Nate has always given up to his brother, which is cool. I do respect the loyalty um, there. I thought it was interesting, right? Because like, Nick Diaz didn't, Ariel asked him, like, are you retired? Are you ever going to come back and fight? And Nick Diaz was like, well, I'm not retired. I don't necessarily want to fight, but I'm the baddest motherfucker, and I'll give the smoke to whoever wants it. I don't think they have any. I don't think they're the fighters they used to be. I don't think they should be going. I, 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 it would truly be shocking if I see him, if we see Nick Diaz specifically in the UFC again. Fight again in general. That fight again be, in general. Do you think that would sell? That would sell crazy. Oh, absolutely. That more, would sell more, numbers. Do you, that would, would sell you, numbers. Would you say it would sell more than a Nate Diaz fight? Well, right. I mean, let's 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 play pretend. Like, let's imagine we live in a world where they make a Nick Diaz, Jorge Masvidal fight, and we get to play with the storyline of, oh, now it's time for Big Brother to come in and fucking beat the shit out of the BMF. Like, I mean, we're right, the professional wrestler. Now they're, yeah, we're now wrestling, they're going baby. on the WWE yeah. hype train. Now we're literally. It's but it's different because it's real. Because like they're actually fighting, so it's nice. Yeah, but the dramatics are bullshit. You know what I mean? And it, but the they, dramatics are fun because like it's it's legitimate though. <laughs> like, I just I hate the whole conception of this BMF title. Put that fucking title. There's one title you fight for. It's the title that brings, that elevates your career and your life into a different platform. You know, like, as I, I had this debate with Keith, it is pay-per-view buys or whatever. It is how much, you know, attention you draw. But, right. you know, when you get the champion, don't you get paid considerably more? Right. And I would assume, well, I know specifically that Jorge and they got paid more for this fight, but is yeah. that going to continue for Jorge now? Right. Because as, yeah. is he going to continue? As long as he, has, he generates this hype, would you, as your, as the employer, can you deny him? No way, you can't. Not if you're the UFC. If you're All right, away. fine, I'm out. You're denying me, Andrew. Yeah. All right, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, um, so that brings us to the next thing. Kamara Usman also said that, or Kamara Usman this week said that Masvidal is more hype than real. How does that make you feel inside? I would disagree. I wouldn't say he's more hype than real. He's definitely as real. But there's definitely. I, I'm. I'm not disputing how real he is, but I'm disputing how good he is. I can agree with Kamara. I don't think Masvidal can take on a pressure fighter. That's great that you could beat someone in five five seconds, uh, you know, segues. Right. But let's see how you can, you know, survive a whole round. Can you dominate a whole round second to second? Beat a wrestler, you know. Don't just burst and knock someone out. You know, you got to be able to beat these wrestlers. I would like to see him against Colby or Kamaru. I would. I, I would. I, I think I would like to see him against. I mean, right? Either matchup would be fun. 
more Colby, so Colby. Yeah. Colby. I mean, the right, line. the storyline, the former teammates, former roommates, they hate each other now. Because Colby, Colby switched up on him. He did. Colby switched up on him randomly as a teammate. Like, and but that's a confliction of inter- a conflict of interest where you know you and I are teammates and we're right. competing for the same goal. Like now it's like, you know what I mean? It's like if we were to ha- have our own separate podca- MMA podcast on the side while we had our own. I, that's my plan. I'm gonna splinter off from this at one you, point. You you should. You should. No no no. You definitely should. I told all, all my people to. But I can't splinter off from this. I can't ever do that. Um, let's move on. Robert Whitaker has said he wants to fight Darren Till in London. And that gets me excited. He that said gets this? Me up. Yeah, Robert Whitaker said that to MMA Junkie. How does that make you feel? Does that fight get you excited? Yeah, it does. That's a very interesting fight. I would take Robert Whitaker to beat the shit out of Darren Till, but I think it would be a good fight. Not really. No. I don't think Darren Till's back mentally, to be honest. I think that fight with Kelvin, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know why. Now I'm getting mind fucked because they're kind of the similar prototypes. I would say Kelvin was more aggressive, but Kelvin just couldn't find his distance with Darren. But I do sure. see Robert being smarter than Darren. I think Robert would be have more success finding his distance with Darren. What do you think? That's really interesting. It's oh, so I love Darren Till debuted at number five for middleweight. After you love Darren Till, huh? I don't love Darren Till. I just think he's a fun fighter to watch. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, but right. Who would you take in that fight? Be real with yourself, though, Andrew. Because I know Darren Till's coming. Don't just use recency bias because you haven't seen no, for sure. good in a year and a half. Uh, do you, I don't know, man. I That's do. a hard fight. That's like Because that, Darren Till has the physical advantages, right? Yeah, longer, a little bit taller. But, again, like you saw. That's never stopped Whitaker before, though, until Exactly. Right. And Iz, Izzy's a different animal. Izzy's like looks like he's that one out of every 10-year prospect in, right. in each division. And, and like that top five in middleweight, we talk about it every week, I feel like, but it's so good. It, That's it, why I'm going to tell you this right now, though. If you look at the top fighters of all time, the fighter, if Izzy continues this streak and he does not lose in dominance, I don't think anybody will touch John Jones because he's beaten too many good fighters, but he could be right there with him. Because I'm going to tell you, there's so many killers in this division. If he clears it out, bro, I don't want to hear shit. He's the best fighter on right, the Right, and like he wants all of them. It's not like he's hiding no, from No, no, he's like, not. He's calling yeah, out yeah. Yoel, which is a Hilarious. terrifying fight. That's a terrifying fight. Do you see what Yoel said? Did you see what Yoel... Oh, because apparently Izzy backed out the fight. So I don't know if you saw this. I don't, I don't think this is true. No, no, well, I'm you, already... I'm not... I'm, I don't think... Yeah, I came out. <laughs> did you see Did you see Andrew? I'm already did you guys see like Andrew? an Israel I fanboy. I, I don't think this is fucking I true. I came at Izzy for one second. Andrew's like, uh, 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 this can't be right. No, but... I don't uh, think it is. Um, so I saw a video Yoel Romero released <laughs> online where he was like... he Well, he... Him being Yo- Yoel being Yoel, he was just Hilarious. Like banging his head on a wall, yeah. you know. Hey, easy. Hey, why you no fight? You know, he said this like he was basically saying in his very glorified Cuban accent that Izzy uh, took the fight originally. He wanted the fight, called him out, and now he doesn't want to sign for some reason. And Yoel was like, take the fight. So I don't believe that. The video. I don't, I don't know if it's that. true, but Yoel addressed it no. on a, in a video. I didn't right. look and like, into it. I didn't Israel has talked about consistently that he wants to fight Yoel. So like that just is where's the no. truth. No, no, no. We have two stories. No, the agree. truth is always somewhere. No, no, Andrew. I, I agree. Israel Adesanya yeah. is a perfect human being. There's nothing wrong with him. He is. He is a perfect human. No, being. he is my god, and I will. Re- he should be. I bow down to. Israel <laughs> he <Adesanya>. should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the. The, our readings, our yeah. literature yeah, yeah, for the Israel, Izzy Church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so get ready for next I was week. Gonna say yeah, when's the sermon? <laughs> Did we used to? And funny story for people that don't know Andrew and I's past. 
We used to go to church, I wouldn't say twice, but some weeks twice, yeah. uh, definitely once, but twice. I used to go on Sundays with my mom. Sometimes I used to no, go no, on no. Sundays. No, no, my mom would make me go, but when we'd go, because Our Lady, was, this is how you know Catholic, Catholic church is fucked. Wait, background. We went to Catholic school together yeah, yeah, from, I was yeah, there from yeah, kindergarten, yeah. he was there from third grade, all the way until eighth grade. Yes. We had to go to church every Wednesday. Day. But Sundays, church was mandatory, was optional for your parents. But Our Lady, what they did is if you went, you they took tuition. money. Yeah, they took money off your tuition. So my mom and I would go in, donate, and then everybody would get in line to go get the Eucharist. My mom and I would just did. That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> that's that, that means a lot. That that says a lot about. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, my favorite memory about going to church on Sundays. It was I think I was like seventh grade, so like 12, 13. And me and my dad were going to go for Easter Mass, and we showed up at Our Lady's parking lot, and it's completely packed. And I just looked at him, and I was like, dude, I really don't want to go. And he was yeah, like, me either. We just got breakfast instead, and that was the last time we attempted to go to church. Dude, church on Wednesdays was the worst, bro. I don't know how to feel about church. We didn't. We were out of school. But like, <laughs> it wasn't fun. <laughs> it, was, it was not fun, bro. For, a, for an extracurricular, let me tell you guys this. And I'm not trying to bag on religion. And if you're religious, God bless you. No pun intended. I don't even know if that's Whatever a God you choose to yeah. believe in. Let me tell you this. The most boring extracurricular activity on this planet is church. I don't care how religious you are. There is no way any of you are convincing me that you're genuinely having fun at church, which is cool. Maybe it's not a place for fun, but some of you spend like 60% of your lives in church, which that's just Could like... Yeah, that is, I have no opinion on that, but that is like, fuck. <laughs> Let's get back to MMA. Fuck the church. Sorry, sorry. I didn't say fuck the church for the rest I didn't say that either. <laughs> I almost did, though. I almost yeah. about to. Yeah, but I, I caught myself. <laughs> Let's, uh, back to MMA. Um, John Jones was active on Twitter this yes. week. He chose. And, right, and he chose what we kind of all assumed. He has chosen. Oh, my goodness. He, he, oh. he basically, like you said, he called out his next opponent, and it is going to be El Dominic Grace, like we all thought it was going to be. Well, Maybe not I, all we all can thought, I be honest but. with you? I didn't think it was going to be him. And I was very surprised. I thought it was going to be Corey Anderson. And I think this is, um, Andrew, this is very sad what you're witnessing because they're doing Corey dirty. They are. They are. And he's no never going to be a star. And this was his only chance to get a title shot. And it's fucked up. And John, John fucked it. That's fucked up. You, you give the men what they deserve. Dominic Reyes deserves a title shot, bro. You're telling me Dominic Reyes deserves a title shot, bro. But did you see what Dominic Reyes said? I, he was being super respectful, wasn't he? And then No, he was just being cocky. He was just saying, I don't care what the day I'm saying. I don't care. I'm saying, thank God he cho chose me. Dominic Reyes was like, just please show up, John. That's what I'm worried about. This guy never shows up. Just as long as he shows up, just please, John. Whatever you want to say is right. Let You're me, right. I just found the tweet that John Jones tweeted. Let me read it. Quote, from November 6th at 8.58 p.m. I don't know. Maybe he just had a yeah, little bump is, of coke yeah. before he sent the tweet out late in Albuquerque mm -hmm. Quote, <laughs> it's just a normal night <laughs> Family. Quote, just finish a coach's meeting studying Dominic oh, and Corey's careers establish Dominic's definitely the most the more dangerous fighter beating his ass next lion emoji end quote lion emoji yeah because <laughs> he's the king of the jungle yeah. I guess <laughs> that's that's gonna be a crazy fight can you know what I noticed um so who did Dominic Reyes fight in his last fight Chris Weidman right yeah yeah, Did yeah. you notice the one? There's one instance in exchange in that fight I wanted to talk to you about, Andrew, that I noticed that kind of showed a hole in Dominic's game. Did you see when Old Bass washed Chris Weidman level changed <laughs> and put right. Dominic at an awkward angle? The only thing that stopped him from getting taken down was defense. If Weidman can level change on you like that, homie, 
what do you think John's going to do? But I will say this. John loves, we talk about this all the time. John loves beating opponents at what they're good at. Yeah. Stay away from those hands, John. Because Dominic Reyes looks like he's legit on the feet. What do you think? We'll see. I mean, I think John Jones is going to run through him. I you really do? do. I really do. You don't even think it'll be like some exciting fight? I think this is, right. I think it just, it just almost feels like the Anthony Smith fight. No, that's again. what I was gonna say. Do you think I was actually gonna compare it to that? Fight. Yeah, it's gonna, say I think it's more... gonna be more like the Anthony Smith fight than it is the Thiago Santos fight, right? Where Thiago at least showed something. Where like there's still a pretty big question mark in that fight, Thiago Santos versus John Jones. Anthony Smith, John Jones. I don't think there's that big of a question mark to see that fight happen again. Uh, my only question, my only thing with the Thiago Santos fight is again, is John John would have the fight would have played out differently if John took him down. Sure. Um, sure. And so I'm excited to see Dominic Reyes. Um, when do you think they'll do this fight? Because now this is the night, you know, when the John Jones fights gets... Uh, it has to be soon. It has to be soon, right? End I mean, of the year? January card? February card? January card? So I don't think they've started announcing fights for next year. Let me look. They're about to announce. It, it, this is the January... I think it's going to be the February 25th. It's going to be the the Super Bowl card weekend. Because there's a card on Super Bowl Saturday. The Saturday okay. before. Yeah. No, that makes... That would make sense. No, yeah, they, they like throwing big fights on this card, so... I mean, or, but sometimes I think he might fight in March, truth be told. They're not going to throw him on the same weekend as the Super Bowl. John Jones gets his own weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also, right, like, you, Super Bowl weekend, that's going to be one of the biggest sporting events weekends. But it's going to be focused on football, you know? Yeah, but every, there's always a big card during. There is, yeah, yeah, there is going to be a big card. I just don't know if they're willing to throw Johnny in there. And I, it, what do you think Corey Anderson gets next? That's my thing. I hope he wins his next I think fight. Corey Anderson may want to leave the promotion, right? That's what he claims. Why? He's he does not get in the John Jones fight. No, he doesn't. He's won four in a row. I know, I know. Come on, um, man. Don't leave Give him Anthony Smith. Yeah. Corey Anderson yeah. and Anthony Smith is a great fight. That That's is, a great is, fight. Wait, isn't Anthony Smith booked right now? No, Anthony Smith uh, is coming off an injury from August and should okay. be coming back like around January, February. So oh, put wow, him on the same a, card yeah, yeah, yeah. as a John Ooh. Jones, uh, Dominic Reyes as like an undercard. For sure. That's That's the move. That's a great one. That would be in both fights would be like really entertaining to me. Yeah. Well, finally, let's close up the show with something that I feel like is very appropriate to the whole talk too much brand. That's the best shit talkers in MMA history. UFC history. Oh, wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's fucking get into it. Okay. Right. And like the obvious name. Conor McGregor's up So, wait, there. We're, we're talking who's the best. Clarify for audience so I know what we're going to. We're just going to talk about best shit talkers. And the best yeah, shit talkers. Best shit man. talkers, right? Yeah, I, and I, I think there are three names. In my mind, there are three names that I feel like that we talk about and then everybody else get the fuck out of my face. Go John ahead. Jones, Conor McGregor, and Chael P. Sonnen. Who else else is there? Cejudo? No, Kobe Covington? Uh. Wait, wait, who'd you say were the three names? John Jones, Conor McGregor, Colby Covington's in there for sure. No, 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 no. Just because no, no. this shit's not, bro. We're talking about no, best no, no. Andrew. Andrew, give credit where credit's due. I'm happy to give Colby Covington. He's yes, done, he's, he's done. The, he has. A, if we said persona, Colby Covington well, has done an incredible job of marketing his persona. But as being a shit talker, that's what I'm saying. being able to enunciate his words and give proper delivery. He's facts. not good at it. No, no, facts. He's an, he can't be a he's good an idiot. Yeah. He's an idiot. I can agree with you, but you're not. I'm not calling him an idiot. I'm I just am. Saying. No, no, he definitely is. No, no, I'll go out and say he's an idiot. <laughs> he but, just can't enunciate. Like, he just. But I'm going to just say this. Andrew, like, out of all these guys we're naming, he's made his career off his shit talking. I got to give him something. Maybe his delivery's. Well, that's because his career kind of sucked before he. It's boring. Not, not that it sucked, but it was just boring to watch it before the shit talking. What I like about Colby Covington is while his delivery. It doesn't sound isn't unique. It's it's the his, that's how he smiles. I agree. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. It, that's his smile is <laughs> awful. His content is brash. His content is it's like there's a line you cross, right? And so this line, this is the line. And usually fighters should stay right here. Right. Chael Sonnen was right here. Chael Sonnen was right here. On the line for sure. He's towing the line. Yeah, Chael Sonnen was yeah. going up to the line. Yeah. Connor, Connor McGregor yeah. was on top of the line, yeah, yeah, flirting yeah, 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 yeah. Kobe. But Colby Covington's like on like he's just another he's back. He has some really good lines. I'll give him I'll give him credit that Colby Covington He's too disrespectful. He's had one of my most favorite recent lines. He was talking about Kamara in this press conference and talked about how Kamara couldn't draw money if he was given a green crayon and a white piece of paper. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's fucking hysterical. That's an incredible That's line. That's actually hilarious. I actually you know who else that we're not naming? Um one of my favorite shit talking exchanges of all time. It was Cody Garbrandt and Dominic Cruz. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't mention Dominic Cruz. Dude, Dominic you have to Cruz talk about Dominic amazing. Cruz. You dude, have to talk about Dominic when Cruz. When he was there. making fun of fucking Cody Garbrandt saying, dude, you sound like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot what, like, Cody, uh, you hear this line all the time. Cody Garbrandt was like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. And Dominic Cruz on live camera was like, you eat pieces that's of a, shit for breakfast. That's not a, that's Didn't from a movie. That's a, from no, a no, movie. they said that from a movie. That's why it, it was a similar line. It was for sure from a movie. That. Because Cody Garbrandt was an idiot, and he said some stupid shit like this. Huh? Happy Gilmore. Yeah, happy. It is happy. The fact that J our editor, you want to talk about a real-life editor, we just said a <laughs> quote. He, he identified the movie yeah, of the quote. Movie. No, it was from a movie, but he said something similar along those lines in an interview on Fox. I remember. There's a clip right now. You can look it up to prove my credibility. I'm not going to. My favorite Dominic Cruz line is when he's talking to TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> I and it's pull a line out of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> and they're like, it's like they're facing each other talking shit with some, some interviewer, some MMA reporter. I don't remember who it was. And TJ Dillashaw's like, I'm done talking to you. And Dominic just goes, I'm seeing right here. You can't be done talking to me, you big dummy. Like, he just called <laughs> yeah, Dominic yeah, Cruz yeah. is my favorite. He's Dominic, so Cruz, yeah. Dominic Cruz is so witty, it's not even funny. Imagine if I, dude, I'll, you know who we're talk, forgetting? As the Diaz brothers. The Diaz brothers. They have some lines for sure. But if you're going to talk about, if you're going to use the same logic used for Colby, we better keep it across consistent. I, I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep Colby in that list though. That's my thing. I don't think Colby deserves to be in this Colby list. Colby definitely deserves to be in that list. The best shit talkers. You're talking about the wittiest. Um, yeah. And that, that's part of shit talking witty and being able to be off the cuff. Colby Covington has no ability to but talk it, off the but cuff. But the, the motive, it pisses off the, the people and it draws interest. You're not gonna say he's the second best shit talker of all time. Oh, I put him. I at mean, two. when you put when like as those metrics as being a shit talker, sure he he he. I'd he, go he Connor Colby Chill. That's crazy to me. Because Chill was respectful, bro. Chill was not calling people fucking. That's not true. He Chell wasn't calling literally... people slur words that Colby is. He's That's not true. going this far. Colby's way too brash. It's even to the point where I'm like, dude, like it's entertaining. I'm gonna watch your next interview, but like stop, like it's cringy. It's cringy. Ben Askren's up there. Oh, I mean, maybe nope. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Yes. What do you mean? So if you, I'm going to apply the same lot, bro. Ben Askren sounds like a fucking I, Ben viewer. Askren is on the same fucking no, tier he, as he Colby is, Covington. I, just all, below, all below the, that top three well, no, of no, Connor, no. Chael, and John Jones no, and Dominic. I, top no, no. four. So I put, I put Colby definitely in that tier and I put Ben Askren in that tier too. I don't like Ben, but they're definitely in that tier. Colby's made a success out of his trash talking, sure. and so has Ben. Ben Astrin, I don't like his shit talking because he sounds like a goober, but let me tell you, out of all these guys, it sounds like he's the smartest. He's the most intellectual. Yes, but I think Dominic Cruz is the smartest oh, in no, terms no, of a fight right. game. In terms of fight game, it may really? be the most eloquent. In terms uh, of being able to talk about fighting and like breaking it down, I think Dominic Smith, or not Dominic Smith, uh, Dominic Cruz is. Uh, so here's my thing is Dominic Cruz is a color commentator, and then Ben Astrin has his own wrestling podcast. In terms of all MMA, sure, Dominic Cruz wrestling. 
I'll probably go Ben. Um, overall, Dominic. Sure. Overall, Dominic. I just think that Ben's success is that he annoys people. Sure, he's really good at it. Yeah. He's really that, good at that's, it. You can measure a good shit talker by that. Nick and Nate Diaz are ass. There's no foreign shit talkers. Do you, can you think of any good foreign foreign shit, shit talkers? The Russians, I drink vodka. Yeah, like they it's don't water. really. They don't really. Yeah. GSP has had some pretty incredible GSP lines. GSP is my but favorite they're not fighter really of all time. He is he's the worst like, yeah. shit talker. He's not of all shit time. talking, but like he he's had worst. some great lines. No, no, I need to go. No, he's I the worst. Foreign, shit I got foreign guy. Who? Michael Bisping. No, yeah, he's the go. No, <laughs> no, no, no. In fact, we have to throw Michael Bisping above Chill. Michael Bisping's <laughs> in the top three of all time. I would put Michael Bisping with Colby and Connor in my book. You still you so you have Colby top f- number two, bro. He has a ch- he became a champion purely off bro, of shit okay, talking. I'm, I'm making this list for you right now, seen as a list, so I can have it. In but hey, we got to talk Connor. about George St. Pierre, how shitty he was. Nick Diaz standed up in a in a stood up, standed up, stood up in a cre- press conference and said, "George, you're a bitch." And George said, "I wish nothing but the best for my <laughs> opponent." <laughs> like George, like shit. But I was honestly, I'm not gonna lie, it was one of the reasons I fell in love with George St. Pierre. He's my favorite athlete in the world he's incredible he's incredible yeah, he's the embodiment incredible. of a martial artist but i'm gonna tell you we're not in the, the for that soft shit we're talking about michael bisping i can't believe we slept on him i this know I, I also do you understand how good he is of a shit talker do you understand that this man was he laid the blueprint for conor mcgregor and chael sonnen he was the better version of chael sonnen i would put bisping at two because chael sonnen said bisping's better than him at shit talk he said no bisping's the king of trash talk chael said this in an interview i would put conor at one but you Colby can dispute at two, that. Mike Bisping, Bisping at, at three, and then who's our? Uh, who else do we have Chael, on the list? Chael at four. We have Chael, John Jones, Dom, Dominic Cruz, uh, Ben. Five. I'll put Ben Askren. I'll put Ben. Out. John Jones is the worst shit talker to me because John really. John Jones is a thirty-year-old. He's on top of the throne. He's the best in the world. He sounds like he's fucking insecure. No, I'm the best. No, I'm the okay. champion. Yeah. No, I guess, fuck you. You're a piece of shit, DC. Shut the fuck up, I John. guess when I think of John Jones being a great shit talker, I just think of some incredible moments of like, with him and DC, I thought like the way him and DC jawed back and forth was some of the best shit talking in MMA during the time period. Is that because it was, it was raw and real. Yeah, so real. But I, I hate, dude, that oh, was, because so you saw the off, the, remember, actually, I would say, I think this might, might've been what you were referring to earlier, the off camera footage when they oh, thought yeah. the mic was off. Hey, fuck you. I'll literally kill you. It was you. incredible. Dude, they went, cr- I was like, whoa. He's like, you literally couldn't kill me. I literally could kill you. <laughs> it was incredible. It was incredible. That's great. So yeah, my list is definitely. Without these guys, and these aren't necessarily the best guys of all time, but without these guys, the sport wouldn't be where it was. I don't think I would be into the sport nearly as much if it wasn't for these men. I agree. 100%. Not necessarily to their skill, oh. their entertainment factor. Let's shout out the women. Joanna uh, JJ. She's Joanna champion. No, she's getting Former champ. Joanna former champ. Do you like her cockiness now? I fuck with her swag. She's, she's always herself. had that swag. She's always had that swag. Yeah, what now, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess she has, but now it's like... No, she always has, but she's just blatantly cocky. She was very cocky against Rose. Yeah. Didn't pan out for her, but I, she said she wants to be strawweight champ again. Are there any other women fighters who really get shit-talking? Ronda Rousey was awful. Ronda just mean yeah. That was bad. Misha Tate was just Misha Tate was just a bitch to Ronda, but other than that, she was super cool. Um, any other? There. I needs, feel like as of right now, they're super. Upcoming Macy Barber. You now, she, now we're talking, but she needs she needs to start talking. We're talking about a Conor McGregor prototype, a female female version. Yeah, she's super young. She's super. Yeah. There needs to be a female that comes in the game starting to talk this shit. That's just dominant. There needs to be. Cyborg was Cyborg just doesn't. We'll see. Amanda Nunez is Loki getting there. She's saying she's really respectful, bro. Yeah, she's no, super you're right. respectful. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. So your top three list is Connor, Colby, Mike Bisping. What about yours? Mine is I don't even think 
Be honest. If you don't think Connor's in there, don't put Connor in there. Like, I, <sighs> don't force yourself. I feel like to it's Connor. hipster of me not to pick Connor up there. No, but but I'm going to be that hipster, I guess, because I, yeah. I would go Chael number one, Dominic number two, and then probably just because I love the, the his shit talking against TJ was just so good. And then probably Mike Bisping. Bis Bisping is, in my opinion, man. But Chael is number one for me. Bad guy, baby. The I, bad I agree. Guy. No, no, no. He, he took that limelight. You really can't argue that. He laid the blueprint out for a lot of guys. Not to mention, you know, I always say this, you know. Me and all my growing up, my friends and I, uh, we were playing with all the new technological ingenuities. And you look over on the other side, and Anderson and his friends are playing in the mud. <laughs> that was fucked up. That was really fucked up. But, you know, <laughs> as fucked up as it was. He's also had, like, one of my favorite quotes of he all would time. regularly like, come at Anderson's wife, bro. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just good. It's just good. Chelstone is a national treasure. He escaped clean for coming out. Well, he did get knocked, but. But I mean, he also is like the steroid guy. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, he, he fucks with. He takes yeah. pride. No, yeah, I fucking did steroids. No, no, but like. He's no, like, no, I definitely got he, caught. You make know, sure he, you guys yeah, got that he, documented. He, like, he he talks about like he when he got caught, he got caught with literally everything you can have inside. Of yeah. Like, it's not he said, no, I was yet. doing it all. Yeah. I love it. But he gave a lot of. I don't know how did he handle that well. He gave a lot of. He was just upfront about it. He's like, yeah, I did it, man. Hell yeah, good for him. Fuck yeah, never lost a for round. Some reason, not yeah, even a fight. Yeah, for some reason I don't even. I I put that. He got very mad at. Did you see his back and forth diss with Luke Thomas? How Luke Thomas said he was never. No, so you saw weird. that? Did you see so that? Because Luke Thomas said he was never an all-time great, and this dude lost his shit. Which, by the way, he's not. So that's just my opinion. I would agree. I mean, he's a top-time great because of what he's able to do with his mouth, but in terms of like his record and what he's able to do with his career. I will say just, that at the beginning of his mm -hmm. career, the stretch he had up until that Anderson fight. Even that Anderson fight was one of the best stretches we've ever seen because, like, to go in that win streak and then to perform like that against Anderson was phenomenal. Right, yeah. No, I mean, I fucking love the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Bad guy, if you're listening. What's up, man? Love if you. That's a big <laughs> if. <laughs> <laughs> one day, baby. Yeah, one day. <laughs> well, fucking let us know what you think is your top three, top five best shit talkers, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, give us your best shit talkers in MMA history and give us, you know, let me look up some clips. If you guys want... Give us some of your best shit talking moments in MMA history so I can look them up and get a laugh myself. And like, don't give us the Connor ones. We know all the Connor ones. Connor's I don't mind pick. Connor ones. You give me the costume. Connor's problem. the easy pick. Dude, Andrew hates Connor. No, I don't hate Connor. No, UFC is more exciting when Connor McGregor is fighting. Unquestionably. Yeah, at least Unquestionably. Get, get that on the record. Right? Unquestionably. At least we're clear about one thing. But. But whatever. what? But whatever. No, and real fight fans, I've said this, real fight fans don't. Don't appeal to that because when all the casual fans start, you know, jumping on this hype train, all the real fans are like, no. It's not even that. It's just, right, like, I like active fighters. Be active, bro. Let's yeah. fight. Let's fight. Once I we do. see him fighting, then we'll talk about him. That'll be exciting. That's when we get to talk about Connor. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> it's crazy. True. Well, fuck, man. That's it. Talk too much. MMA episode number 29. We're going to have, I don't know what it is yet. We're going to have something special for 30. Something. Hell yeah. We'll figure it out in the next three hours. Fuck yeah. Three days. Uh, thank you for listening. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Like I said at the beginning of the show, leave a five-star review. If you're watching it on YouTube, fucking subscribe. Like the video. Please subscribe on YouTube. Leave please. a comment. Hit the bell on our channel so that you get a notification every time one of our videos drop. You're going to find. Really? Yeah. That's Hit that motherfucking bell. Uh, fantasy football, hoops. Uh, and MMA all MMA on right now. That's our talk too much entertainment. entertainment picture profile is this person's face this guy we're right gonna here. change that no we're definitely so it's gonna, gonna change be changed that. soon some sort of talk too much yeah, we gotta make entertainment branded thing. yeah um, follow us follow the show Twitter and Instagram at T 
T2MMMA, all one word. You can follow Cena again uh, at T2MCena on Twitter, on Instagram at T Talk Too, too Much. much dot ENT. There it is. But mo- mainly our Talk Too Much MMA accounts, I would say, for our Twitter, for our fans. Yeah. Make sure definitely. you guys follow us on that Twitter, yeah, T2MMA on Twitter. That's what I would say. Bet too much is blowing up on TikTok. Yeah, Follow we are. I, well, do you bet, Andrew, by the way? Before? I don't really. It's hard for me to bet on MMA. I was thinking maybe we, I don't want to draw Noah into this, into the, our whole, because MMA is a whole other thing. But yeah, we do have a, uh, we do offer free daily sports picks now. My friend Noah's joined the team. So if you guys want, make some money with him real quick. He went 21 and three last week. So he picked the Vikings. Vikings won. What's yeah. up? Fuck the and Cowboys. I'm not even lying to you. This was, I don't expect him to win because he's starting. He went 21 and three opening week. So. Hell yeah. Fuck it. Check it out. We're building an empire. We're building an brick empire. Brick by brick. Brick by wick. Brick by wick. The fuck? By, I fucked it up. Yeah, okay. Now, Talk too much. MMA. 29. Another, another week, week another, another dollar. dollar. <laughs> yeah. That was a beautiful episode. That was a great episode.